0: Welcome to another episode of the Be Guided and Be Great podcast, where being intuitive is understood and being sensitive is a good thing. I'm your host, Kate St. Clair. Welcome to another episode. We are going to start another series, and this series is called Intuitive Makeover. And for each week, for four weeks, we're going to talk about, you know, during this year, it's summertime, there's a lot of before and after photos from people um, that maybe pursue a health regime And they're able to take a before picture. And then they're able to take an after picture and everybody can see, you know, the results of the effort that somebody has put forth for however long that was. And so we're going to talk about what an intuitive makeover would look like, right? Like what does life look like before you use your intuition consciously, you use control and trust it. And after when your intuition is integrated, you don't doubt it (laughs) that you have it, which is often the biggest hurdle. um, And you can see the results of it in your life. And that bridge, you know, that before, um, is of course how we're raised. It's just kind of how intuition is in us naturally. And then there is a process, there is a bridge, there is, there are steps that you can and often must take in order to have the after result. Um, just like those pictures of people, maybe losing weight or gaining muscle or whatever their desired outcome was. You can see that and that took certain steps and it took certain efforts put forth for them to get those results. And so we are going to talk about how you too can, how intuition can look before and how it can look after so that you know why it's worth the effort that you must put forward to have intuition integrated into your life. So before we dive into that conversation, I wanted to let you know that there is, I have a free offering and it's an incredible 10 week free offering that I want to guide you towards. Um, You can take, when you take the quiz, the which Claire are you quiz on my website at katestclair.com, that gets you into my community. And this 10 weeks uh, freebie is there. It's in the community. Um, If you've already signed up Um, as a Kate St. Clair community member, you've already taken the quiz. If you go to my Facebook page, you, I made a little video for you to show you how you two can sign up for those 10 weeks. So you get a free video. um, You get the, the podcast is attached to it. It's based off of the, um, you are, um, you are intuitive series that I did a couple months ago. And with each video, with each podcast, there's also a beautiful worksheet where I ask questions and I give you guidance. And there are some reminders so that you too can start integrating your personal intuition each week has a different topic. And in the video, we talk a little bit more uh, deeper into how that looks for you, how that can look for you. We, you know, just a lot of talking and Teaching and integrating your personal intuition. So, I want to let you know about that so you don't miss out. And also, the Be Guided and Be Great book is officially launching September 6th. So, Look for that as well. Another wonderful tool to teach you about intuition. And if you already know about intuition, it's a good reference book. It's a good reminder book. It's a good organizational book where if you're highly intuitive, but you're not quite organized, this book will organize you. (laughs) So look for that September 6th. Okay, so let's talk about, you know, what a before uh, an intuitive maker makeover can look like. And and today's podcast is going to focus on personally, how will your personal life change um, when you put in effort to integrate your intuition. Um, the, the next couple of weeks, you know, we'll start with the personal and then we'll go, um, well, the second one in this series will be... An intuitive makeover for your work life, you know. So, whatever type of work you do, your intuition is a part of that landscape. It is a part of who you are. It is part of how you interact. And there is definitely a an before and an after. You know, before when your intuition is sort of just, you just kind of don't have any control over it. You don't really know when you're using it. Versus when you absolutely have your intuition integrated and how it really beautifully animates that work life uh, balance and situations. So. And then the third week will be about an intuitive makeover with, you know, with partnership or marriage and how, you know, there's the before when we kind of didn't really realize we were very intuitive to the after when both of our, our intuition is integrated and respected. It can be a huge game changer. And then finally, how an intuitive makeover as a parent, you know, what parenting can look like, especially for sensitives. Parenting is a whole different game for sensitives. (laughs) And so we'll talk about what that bridge looks like, you know, when you put in the time to integrate and understand your intuition, how the after photo can look, you know, how that after, afterwards, how the intuition just makes parenting so much more wonderful, um, as it's integrated in you, as it's integrated into your children. Um, so I'm really excited about this one because, I, you know, I personally, I mean, this is my life's work. I've seen the before and after and my clients, my students, myself, my family, it's just it's an, a, an incredible thing to get to talk about. So let's just talk about what does like the before picture look? You know, we're born intuitive. And so for sure, nobody really explicitly tells you you're intuitive unless you were raised by a consciously intuitive parent. (laughs) So let's say for my generation and older, that's probably not going to have happened. I have one friend whose mom did raise her that way, and she's probably in her fifties now. So she is absolutely the only person I know that had an incredibly intuitive mother that let her know you absolutely that she was, you know, intuitive as well. So, um, most of us didn't, right? So nobody told us explicitly that you're intuitive. Um, so you kind of don't know you are. And maybe if you're like me, I battled that for most of my life. You know, am I intuitive? You know, kind of always trying to prove to myself that maybe I was. And even when in incredible things happen to me and for me, the, the bar always gets moved. You know, we're constantly moving the bar on ourselves. And so. You know, if we didn't make this amazing thing happen, or if we didn't predict this amazing thing, then, oh, I guess we're not intuitive. So there's that kind of unconscious or subconscious dialogue constantly in our brains back and forth. And, you know, maybe intuition is willy nilly. It's kind of like sometimes you just know that, you know, and sometimes you just absolutely doubt yourself. So there's no consistency with that clear cognizance, that clear knowing, um, you, you, you know, doubt is a huge part of the, what the picture of an, uh, before an intuitive makeover would look like that just constantly doubtful. And if you're really sensitive, there's a lot of victimization in your energetic field, uh, because at a minimum, if you're clairsentient, you pull in a lot of people's pain and illness, and you're just kind of pulling in other people's crap, if you will. And so that's sort of what the before picture looks like, right? And the process, the bridge, the sort of, these are the things you'll do, you would do to get to the after photo are, you know, trying to slow down your intuition. First of all, sort of like consider the reality that you are intuitive, Um, and so we can sort of let that mental dialogue of, am I, am I not, am I, am I not just let it go. And just, you are, you are born intuitive, just like you're born with emotions, just like you are born with a mental capacity and you'll have to constantly be working with your mental realm. You are absolutely intuitive. And so how to just kind of be open to what that looks like, you know, I, uh, of course, you guys know, I'm obsessed with you knowing which Claire is the strongest in you. So when your intuition is firing, intuition always and only comes through your clairs, your clairvoyance. Do you see images, your claircognizance? Do you know that you know your clairsentience? Do you feel information? Um, And then there's clairaudience where you get messages audio, audio, audibly, audibly, I think is the right way. And that one takes a little bit of effort because that all comes across as your thinking voice when you don't understand or really work consciously with your clairaudience. That all sounds like thinking. And so, if you're an overthinker, that's a cue for you that you're probably clairaudient as well. So again, knowing which Claire, how you receive guidance, how you receive intuition the strongest, and I would always encourage that process to include learning to use your other Claires. So if you constantly get images, you know, clairvoyantly, um, to you know either use Claire audience to sort of ask a follow up question, um, maybe use Claire sentience to feel into the situation whether the images that you are seeing. Um, give you a particular feeling that is also guidance. Um, another thing to do is to realize your intuition is there to, it, like it's a dialogue. So it's not just, intuition isn't just a receiving, but a healthy integrated after photo, if you will, of intuition is that, uh, of course, as humans, you will have questions around what you're being guided So that, that process is to learn how to ask questions. Um, so it's kind of like, if you keep seeing New York city in your mind, you would sit down and you would ask, you know, this is a whole process, but of course you would ask your birth guide. And if you don't know how to do that, you would just start the process of, oh my gosh, why do I keep seeing New York in my mind? And kind of sitting down and centering yourself and, and asking a question Am I supposed to take a trip there? Am I supposed to move there? You know, why do you keep showing me New York City? And that's, that's how we begin a dialogue with our intuition. You know, whatever that is, I want to go back to college, you keep thinking that thinking that. So you'd sit down with a thought, why, you know, I want to go to college, really? Like, do I want to go to college? Am I picking up guidance for my for my niece? Am I picking up guidance for my brother? Like maybe somebody else wants to go to college, but you as a sensitive keep picking up that information. And so that's why learning to ask questions is so key to integrating and using your own intuition because as a sensitive, you can get guidance for other people (laughs) and it keeps nailing you and you think it's your own guidance. (laughs) So we want to learn to ask questions around it. That is part of that bridge of healing so that when your intuition is integrated, things come to you and you ask questions right away. You know what kind of questions to ask and you get on with it, right? Um, So again, that bridge, that learning about learning how to, it would be like the eating program of the physical makeover. It's like, learning to use control and trust your intuition. We don't tend to trust it until we know how we're experiencing it. Um, So if you're really clairsentient, learning how clairsentient, that would be that feeling, learning, knowing, oh, I'm feeling my own feelings, or I'm feeling your feelings. Am I feeling my own feelings? Or am I feeling like somebody's my friend's feelings, you know, 400 miles away, and maybe I need to call her. So you can see how intuition is, it's it's very basic in that all intuition is coming through us, to us through our clairs. But the, the real nuanced part of intuition is that it may not even be you you're getting guidance for. And so there would be like another follow-up, like if you keep getting guidance for other people, you would want to talk to yourself about boundaries. (laughs) So, you know, I wouldn't, I would even suggest the bound, you know, learning better boundaries or having, learning about beautiful energetic boundaries is part of that bridge. It's part of the healing program to get you to refinement in the after photo. Okay, and so let's talk about like what, you know, what an intuitive makeover would look like in the after photo, it would be waking up with peace and trust, you'd, you'd have trust for yourself, you would have trust for your guidance, you would have trust for life and you would wake up with a sense of certainty, even if things are tough for you. Um, For example, when I had my illness in my jaw, when I had a little jaw infection a couple years ago, I, it was a hellacious night. I was in great pain, but there was a consistent peace around it where even if I kind of got my mind thinking, oh my God, I could die from this infection. I, there, I, my brain could think that, but like my intuition, my clairsentience was like, no, this is something you have to go through and it, it will be over soon. So when I didn't have that, like if any little thing happened, I would not only tiz out, but then I couldn't sleep and I would wake up like doom thinking, like just um, catastrophizing. Is that what they call that? <laughs> so the after photo, you wake up even when things are not perfect. You still wake up with a sense of peace. And if you feel uncomfortable, you know exactly where to go to ask questions. You're, you you know where to go for your birth guide um, to sit down and ask questions to so that you can get to the state of peace. So you can begin that day um, much more grounded and well will have a day, have a good day. The after photo would look like you go with the flow better in your life. Um, you know, you let things come and you let things go so much easier than saying that before photo where you held on to everybody and everything and you held on tight, even if it was detrimental to your health. Um, So the after photo, oh, you go with the flow. You let things come into your life. You know, that's not, some people are so fearful that they push stuff away from them. Um, So that's what the before photo would look like where life is trying to come towards you and life is trying to nurture you. But in your fear and in your hypersensitivity, maybe, you know, that's one way to say it. You actually push things, people and experiences away So when intuition, uh, intuition is your foundation It's to ground to, it's to ask questions to, to, uh, you know, your center, your compass. So, you know, where you're at in the big scheme of life. Um, You are able to the after photo, you know, you're able to back off of things. You know, the difference of when you need to back off and when you need to step forward to go after something. So, intuition is a, it's both, right? So if you're, you can, you have to be in a surrendered state to receive guidance in that, you know, you're allowing your guide to talk to you. You're allowing yourself to see intuitive information. And let's just say you get, guidance to do something sometimes that guidance is to back off you know like sometimes I'll have an impulse to like maybe if my daughter's upset I want to go like what's going on what's wrong and maybe actually the guidance in that moment is like give her space like go ahead and let her just hang out in her room for two hours like don't even ask her what's wrong because you know if in the asking it becomes because I want to fix everything <laughs> So maybe, maybe my guides knowing my personality, they're like, just back off, you know, just, just let her have some space and then she'll inevitably come down happy and she's processed whatever she's processed. So, and then sometimes I'll get guidance where, yeah, maybe they're actually like, not only go talk to her, but you actually have to push her, push her a little bit. Um, because she's getting stuck on something. And so that's, again, we use our intuition to know how to engage with the people that we love the most. We learn to engage with ourselves. We learn to engage with possibilities for ourselves. We learn to use our intuition. It helps us know where the healing is at so we can go towards the healing and get on with it, you know, be done with the constant need for constant healing, that's not a normal state. Um, So intuition can help us if there is some healing that needs to be done. It can guide us directly towards that. And, and again, whether you take action here or whether you actually surrender, and the answer is more peace, it's more, more calm. And then finally, like the after photo, which is a big one for me, it's a big one for my students and clients is your intuition can help you let go. That's a big one for people because I don't know if it's just human nature or it's sort of cultural programming, but oh, so many of us just want to hold on to things that are detrimental to us and, and life is an evolution. And so if we are the same person we were when we were in high school, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like we've, we know people, that are the same person they were when they were 12. And they're 62 now. So that's a just an illustration of like, if there was a picture for before and after, though they have aged, they would still look 12. (laughs) So we are letting, you know, having our intuition, letting it teach us how to let go. So that we can evolve while we're here on Earth is a really beautiful thing. Um, and that after photo would show all of that. It would show your the maturity. It would show it would show your depth. It would show your open heart. Um, maybe your intelligence has expanded as you've grown older. Older, and that would also be in that after photo. And your intuition is a doorway to allow all of those things to happen for you. Okay, now let's talk about, I'm going to ask nine questions, and it's going to be three for each category. So we'll do three questions of like, what you might be experiencing before the intuitive makeover. And then three questions on like, what, if you're actively working with your intuition I'm going to ask you a few questions of what that could look like. And then I'm going to ask you three questions on the after, like in the after photo, you know, a little bit more, your your intuition's more integrated. It's part of your natural thinking and dialogue. You're not in the before picture where you're, you don't even know if you have intuition. <laughs> so I'm going to go over those nine questions. Um, but I feel compelled to, you know, just as, as, as a human, I'm just going to share a little bit of my before, um, you know. I was born intuitive, and again, I've shared in so many other podcasts, but just to sort of button this up, I would see things, I would feel things, I would know things, I felt very responsible for the things that I would know that would come true, that would, you know, were maybe not so lovely, so lots of overly responsible for things that were not only not my business, um, not my problem, they were not my business, um just a tremendous amount of fear and you know, a paralyzing amount of doubt and not, you know, picking up other people's guidance and then maybe constantly going to other people for guidance that had no business ordering my lunch, let alone ordering what my life should look like. (laughs) And for me, it was out of the love of my children that, um, and maybe they were just the right catalyst, the right time. It was sort of when I saw intuition, I, I read books, trust me. I mean, I did try to figure this out on my own. Um, but there was like an urgency when I saw my daughter, uh, that infamous story of when I, that man started following us at the park. And I saw that my two year old got the exact same intuitive message that I did. I mean, that was like a desperate Absolute trans, absolutely transformative moment in my life um, because I wanted to have answers for her own personal intuition that I did not have. I had them sort of academically, I'd read, I sort of in theory understood intuition. But what happened in that park in that moment, I had no words for how I heard the voice, and I don't know how she experienced it because she was only two, but I knew that she got the same intuitive message. And so that sort of desperation helped me reach out to an actual mentor. Again, I had tried to get mentorship before, but I kept attracting really eccentric people, (laughs) thus reinforcing my lack of desire for wanting to be intuitive in the first place. But that catalyst and, um, 2006 or so, I was able to finally find a really normal, lovely mentor. Again, she was a wife and a mother and she was a professional psychic medium. Yes, but she was normal by any other, um, I don't know. And she was normal. And that normalcy, I needed that because I felt so strange and I felt so weird and black sheepish. And, you know, I had all these sort of ridiculous labels on me and her normalcy not only helped me shake off those labels, but it helped me see this, this is pretty special. This, you know, life with intuition is actually magical and spiritual and, like unendingly fascinating. Um, So her normalcy, again, it just, that was also a gift. Um, And I pride myself on being, you know, having a rather normal life. Um, And that normalcy is a grounding thing for sensitives. And so when we get to be grounded in the normalcy of intuition, then we get to allow our intuition to flourish. And so when we see intricate spiritual beings, yeah, um, you know, we still have to make lunch <laughs> and that, that going up, stretching up and out to heaven and life is full of all of this magic and that monotony and the mundanity of life, the normalcy grounds us back into this third dimension, which is where we are, which is where we're supposed to be. So that sort of bridge, that transformation I took, it took me a long time, um, a long time. But it was things like I got a mentor, I put my, you know, she put me in situations to read for strangers. She kept explaining back to me who I was and how I was using my Claire's. And she was a huge fan of my talent, which I, I needed that personally, um, because I doubted myself so much having so many years of doubt. Um, and, and for me, I learned to on my own sit down and, and have a dialogue with a birth guide. I learned to have a day-to-day ritual, a day-to-day process to slow my intuition down enough to journal it and keep track of it. And that helped me draw, um, parallels and it helped me draw a real picture in black and white in the third dimension on that journal, how sensitive I was and how intuitive how my intuition worked for me. And that created evidence and that evidence created trust. Um, And then of course, I went off professionally to do this, which just takes your intuition up to a whole other notch. (laughs) Um, So the after picture is, you know, it's integrated. And I've long ago proved my proved it to myself, because really, when we're trying to prove it to others, we're really trying to just prove it back to ourselves. And so if you can prove it to yourself, and that's where that sort of integration comes in, you know, where guidance comes from, you know, which clear you're using, you know, um, what questions to ask, when things get complicated, or maybe when your feelings are Contrary to the guidance, (laughs) that's, that's a consistent phenomenon that happens all the time. Um, But the guidance is guiding you towards your best, your most peaceful, your most holy, um, your best for yourself, but also your best for society and your family and your life. Um, So, so sometimes intuition actually takes you out of your equation um, because it helps you go where you need to go in spite or despite the feelings. Um, and you can bring your feelings in certainly, but sometimes they can actually, and yes, you must bring your feelings in, but sometimes our feelings, um, is the, you know, our, is our fear voice. And so the afterwards, again, it's just, it's integrated, it's fast, it's respected, um, I know the difference between whether I'm offering an opinion or whether I'm offering guidance. And so when I'm talking to people in my personal life, I can just be Kate and I don't have to guide everybody. I can just have an opinion and be silly and be wrong um, without my professional life being, I don't always have to be right in my personal life. If you're paying me for guidance, I need to be right. There has to be some accuracy there. I demand it um, as well. But I can also, and that's like the freedom of an integrated intuition, you can just be a person and you don't always have to be right. And you can be playful and wrong. And you can be upset. And you can be all of these things that is just normal and personal, but you can still have this refined intuition when it matters, you're focused. When it matters, you are guided and you live a guided life. Um, So on a personal level, I can see these um, so vividly—the before, the sort of fearful, doubtful, um, blushing constantly. I still blush because all sensitives blush. <laughs> Me more than <laughs> more than most, but um, versus, I know who I am because of my intuition. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I certainly ask people for advice that are doing things that I need to know about. But when it comes to my life and where my life is going, that is between me, God, and my guides. And that's true for me. It's true for you. Um, When it comes to you and your life's purpose, your life's mission, that is an intimate question that only you, your guides, and God can answer. Um, So do you see that nuance there? Of course, I hire people for help. I ask people for help for, you know, all of the things I don't know, I don't ask my guides how to show me a WordPress blog, right? <sighs> I hire somebody that I ask questions to professionals in that realm. But when I need to know, you know, what book to write, what, you know, what does this next l- chapter in my life look like? That's where you go to your guidance, okay? So those are the nuances of it. Okay. As we wrap up, let's. Um, this podcast of course is on my website, uh, at katesinclair.com. And then I will have a post for you there, um, where these nine questions will be. If you forget them, or if you want to print them out, they will be there. Um, and it should be under podcast 47, I believe. So the three before questions we'll ask are, are you intuitive? You know, like, ask yourself that question. If there's lots of um, back and forth around that, you know, you're still in that before photo, you're still doubtful, you don't know, maybe you don't even know what intuition looks like, all of that is perfectly normal and perfectly okay. It's just you're still in that before photo. Um, The second question in the before photo would how often do you get guidance, you know, to really ask yourself, do you get guidance? If so, how often, you know, i maybe when I was younger, I'd say, Oh, I get it, you know, maybe once a year, which is not true at all. But I was definitely conscious of getting big, huge things at least once a year. And so just these are questions to ask yourself. Um, how often do you get guidance? Number three, do you trust yourself? Do you trust life? This would be... Um, in the before photo, I definitely didn't trust myself. <laughs> I definitely didn't trust life. And that's okay. Those are all normal. It just lets you know, you're still sort of in that before photo. And there is some work to do, which is lovely. It's fine. So that the the work to do, we're here at the bridge. Now we're actively um, trying to consciously interact with and eventually uh, integrate our intuition. The first question would be, do you ask yourself? Um, excuse me, do you ask guides questions? So you're learning to ask, again, maybe you keep getting that image of New York City to the point where it's like, okay, I get it, but what, right? So the but what would be to sit down and center yourself. And it would be to ask your birth guide. But if you don't know how to do that, you would ask a Claire, why do I keep seeing New York? Maybe more images will come. Maybe you want to go to like a Broadway show. Maybe you see your like moving trucks. So clairvoyantly, that would be like another cue that may be moving there someday. Um, maybe clairaudently, you can hear, hey, it's time to take a trip or, you know, go see Uncle uh, Susie. I mean, whatever. So you use your clairs to get more information. You ask questions to the guidance. And then, um, The third would be, do you know when your guides are connecting with you? So again, do you know how you get guidance? Do you get clairsentient? Do you feel information? Do you feel guidance? Do you hear guidance? So like your mind is constantly chattering. Um, Do you see guidance? Do you keep getting images and you know that that, that's guidance for you? So um, how do you know when and how the guides are connecting with you? And then the third question for this active part would be, do you pick up guidance for others? This is something you really need to know you do if you do it. Um, It's so critical to know this about yourself. So just ask yourself that. Oh God, you know, yeah, I keep, I'm a really good um, reader for my friends. I constantly know, um, what they need to do. I love to do coffee with them and I love to like channel for them. That makes me excited. So if you do get guidance for people, consider other people that you would get guidance for. And you would definitely want to start bringing in some energetic boundaries for people, definitely outside of your sphere of Love, <laughs> you know, I used to not love. I, I used to, I would be perfectly fine getting guidance for people I loved, for family, for my children, certainly, my husband, of course. Uh, but, you know, people kind of outside that barometer, if you're getting guidance for lots of different people, you are perhaps on an energetic leak. So ask yourself that question Do you pick up guidance for others and, and start sort of excavating? Who and when and what and why that happens for you. So you could do like an energetic uh, boundary there. Um, Okay, so this is the three questions for the after, you know, maybe you're into this is how you'll know kind of your intuition is more integrated. Uh, Number one, do you wake up confident and more peaceful in the morning? Um, Again, your intuition brings in peace, it brings in trust. So your morning should feel so much better if your intuition is more integrated number two do you look within for answers for your life so a cue that you're more in the after photo you don't have to ask everybody under the sun for guidance for yourself if you feel guided to take a trip you start planning it you don't ask 10 other people if you should take a trip right (laughs) Number three, do you know you'll be guided to the next right step in life? Um, so that certainty, you know, in integrated intuition brings in certainty, it brings in trust, it's not so laborious to know where to go, you know, next, that next right step. Um, so that's, those three questions are just a few of them, you know, hundreds of questions I could probably ask, um. And just to get you sort of organizing to see where you're at in that before, middle, or after photo of that intuitive makeover. Um, so <laughs> I could carry on, but we're at 35 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this, this podcast up here. So, of course, go back to my website and this should be podcast, um, I I believe it's 47, and this should be a printable sheet for you if you want to have these questions out so you could write on the paper. Uh, Remember to go to the You Are Intuitive um, quiz to sign up for my 10-week video worksheet um, offering. And that Be Guided and Be Great book is out September 6th. I'm so excited. So I will see you next week with number two in our intuitive makeover um, intuition and your work, your work in this world, um, your work professionally. We're going to talk about that before and after photo um, in regards to your work in the world. I'll see you then. If you're interested in finding out which is the strongest Claire in you, Go to my website at katesaintclaire.com and take the quiz, Which Claire Are You? Until next time, remember, it's your birthright to be guided and be great.